Hey guys, welcome to the self-evident podcast. It's Sunday night, What's 7 up? p.m. We got Massey back in the we house. He is back here from California. Massey, how was California? Look, guys, if you guys think that we're losing, we're not. When we went out there, we saw so many souls. And, I, and, and if they're watching right now, we bless you guys. Oh, uh, welcome, guys. Uh, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. Thank you for Amen. tuning in. Um, I want to say this from my heart. When we were out there, we were we were literally seeing God pour buckets of water on dry ground. And, and I understand it, man. People are afraid. They're scared. They don't know what to do. There's a lot of unanswered questions. They don't know, you know, how to handle this governmental stuff, you know. But to see God move so powerfully on people, bro, like uh, 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 to see people uh, get set free, you know what I mean? Like they never like they just didn't experience that. Right. And we're there. And I was telling my wife, we're spoiled, man, at our church. We're spoiled to have the Holy Ghost and like constantly being around people who, yeah. who lift you up and, and all these. And there's these parents and these these workers and they're freaking out. They're like, man, I don't know what to do. And, and, and all these questions. And yet we're sitting there saying, but you have the promises of God that he promised, you know, in Jeremiah 29, Isaiah 3, all these things. He promised those promises in the midst of darkness. So don't lose heart now. And dude, you're praying over people and seeing their families set free. We're hearing testimonies of two years ago when we were there. And it was so awesome, man. And uh, it, it, it lit me up. But I know for them, they got something from the Holy Ghost, and, and it was so powerful. So it was just a good time, man. Amen. And, and just to see, again, uh, families restored and united. Oh, it was just so cool, dude. Just and that's, so cool. that's why we do what we do, you know, is, yeah. is to minister and, and to reach out to people. You know, I was down in Lake Worth, and I got to connect with a lot of cool people at the Homeschool Expo yeah, out there. And uh, it was so cool to see people's eyes light up when you're telling them the truth. And I never knew this. I, I never know, knew dude. this. I know. And I just I, know. I love being able to share that information with people. Right, right, right. And we want you guys to, whoever, wherever you're turning, tuning in from, whether you're on YouTube or Instagram, or if you're live with us on Facebook, please share this video. There's a message for America that needs to be said. And I'm telling you guys right now, we have people on this podcast that are going to share a message and they're not even in America. They're here visiting right now, but they're missionaries yeah. to the Philippines. Open and there's ears. a and it's not just a freedom message, it's the power of God message yeah. that we need in America to get people back to the Lord. You know what I mean? It's not Second Chronicles just isn't a verse that we just put on bumper stickers and shirts, man. It's a verse that God promised if he would ever withhold the rain on our land, if we turn to him, he would heal us. And no. so we, we we're I'm 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 lit about this one, dude. I'm really lit. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get into that, so we have a change up that is happening here at Self Evident, and this is actually the last week of our producer Richard. And in tribute, um, we have developed a little montage for him that he has no clue about. And so, Croft, roll the montage. Aww.
Richard. We're gonna miss you. I, uh, I just can't hold it here. I can't. I can't help oh. myself. I don't. I don't know. What to do. I don't know what to do. Look, so, <laughs> if you guys have not known Richard, can you come over Richard, here, bro? Come here, yeah, come here? Come here. Come over here, man. Here, you take my seat for a second. Yeah, just one second. And 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 I want him to introduce himself. He's he's the one who made our podcast look this good, uh, setting up our cameras, the light systems, the whole thing. And and you know he's the one who's just brought us to a, a whole other level and a half. And 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 we want to honor you tonight, bro. We want to bless you as you go on to your next endeavor because that's important for you uh, and, and what you're going to do. So you're awesome, dude. And we want you to know that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Speech. <laughs> Come on, say something. Speech. Oh, I'm so on the spot. No, it's been cool. I've told these guys a few times. <clears throat> just being around these two, um, there's a lot of stuff that I had never considered before, just in terms of our role as Christians and what that means in terms of government and, you know, all these different spheres, right? Stuff that I've never considered before, but being around them. And then as well, just being part of my home church here, Revive Church, and just seeing like, no, we're supposed to be involved in these kinds of spheres of influence. Yep. We're not supposed to just be passive, just passive, right? And so that's the first thing that comes to mind that's just left a large impact on me from these guys, but even just their character and who they are and the friendship that I have with them. It's been very, very sweet to me being here, both because of the friendships, but then what from a godly perspective, they've helped instill in me that I hope they also instill in you as a listener. Um, so I'm just really thankful for you guys and to be to have been able to be a part. So, yep. I was waiting for you to break here. I was waiting yeah. for you to cry. <laughs> you know, really give us an emotional tribute. So, Lord, we just bless Richard on his next endeavor, Lord. And, and it's not going to be a long prayer here, but, Lord, we've already prayed. And, Lord, we just bless him. We thank him for his obedience. And, Father, just, just Lord, that you would uh, continue to work in him get at the church that he's going to, 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 to take on what they're doing there. And I just thank you for a supernatural anointing to do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. You're awesome, brother. We love you, man. Thank you. I mean that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Well, now you guys got to share this podcast because we got a lot going on. So folks, listen, <laughs> we right know, back into no, it. no, here we are. We're, we're rolling back into this guys. Look, there is power in the name of Jesus Christ and the blood of Christ there's power to destroy sin. There's power to destroy fear. And so we want you to share this podcast because there's more coming. We're seeing God move in many different ways. And when the world tells us it's going bad and you're just going to be enslaved and it's wrong and all these things, I hear the Spirit of God saying the opposite. He did not come to enslave me. He came to set me free, both spiritually and in the natural. And so what we're seeing right now is just a reaping and sowing thing, and we're tired of it. We're saying, Lord, we have sown in righteousness. We've sown in prayer as a nation. I know a lot of people that have. We are the majority here, Lord, and I just pray that he's with us. And he is, dude. He's on our side. And so share this podcast. Get on here right now. Please get on. Share the podcast. Let's get rolling, buddy. All right. We got to quick get into the news bits. We got about five minutes. So let's get started. Let's go ahead and go into slide one. To my boy Croft, who will be replacing Richard. So if anything goes wrong, it's Croft. Brother Croft. Brother Croft. But uh, no, amen. We love you, Richard. We we praying for all your endeavors, and we hope you come crawling back to us someday. Yeah, you know. Sorry, did that come out loud? All right, slide number one. So Harvard celebrated its newest connection to no God. <laughs> did you guys hear about this? Harvard just got a new chaplain who's an atheist. Isn't that the biggest oxymoron ever? You know what's best about this? All the other chaplains named this guy as lead chaplain. He's the head chaplain. So all the other chaplains got together and voted unanimous, unanimously. You know what? You know who's best to lead us? The one who doesn't believe in God at all. So Harvard, 
Okay, originally they were meant to train clergy. They had a motto in the, in the 1630s, yeah. Truth for Christ and the Church. That's right. It's in Latin, right? They've officially named Greg Epstein, who is an atheist and wrote Epstein. a book. Epstein. Dun, dun, dun. Oh crap. Epstein Dude, didn't we're kill himself. Get sued. No, he didn't. Taken off the air. Uh, Greg Epstein wrote a book called Good Without God. So he must know what he was doing, right? Because he wrote a book. He is now the head chaplain at Harvard. His election was unanimous. Okay. Kind of makes you wonder, what were these other chaplains thinking, right? And their ar- argument boiled down to, well, the kids aren't really very religious anyways, and they don't I- identify as religious. So the atheist was probably the best person to help all these kids out, be a good human and live ethically. Sorry, but I'm a little bit defensive about my own faith. It's kind of like I don't want somebody who doesn't believe in God heading the kids. I'll I'll have it out with the Buddhists and the Muslim Muslims of who's the best, right? But can't we all agree? Okay, at least they're at least we need a God in helping these kids. There's a recent survey that said that the incoming freshman class was twice as likely to identify as atheist or agnostic as their 18 year old counterparts who weren't going to Harvard. Last year, more than 40% of the student body identified as atheist or agnostic. So there was one of the chaplains, Margaret Hammerstrom, who serves as a Christian scientist chaplain, said maybe in a more conservative university climate, there might be a question like, what the heck are they doing at Harvard having a humanist be the president of the chaplains? But in this environment, it works. Greg is known for wanting to keep lines of communication open between different faiths. Do you see how twisted... The, the relativism becomes. But this is what's been happening in America. Let's see. So I've always believed that what begins in the nat- it begins in the spiritual first, then it comes in the natural. If right. we allow things to happen spiritually, they happen naturally. So hear me out here. This is what happens when we start to tell people there's more than one God. You know, and that you all can, gods can coexist and yeah. come together, right? right? That there's no real difference, that we need to just go. No, the only one that said he is the way, the truth, and life is Jesus Christ. But now look at it in the natural. We're supposed to be like other countries, right? America's not sovereign. It's not on its own. We should be like Sweden and Denmark. Do you guys see what I'm saying? If we neglect the teachings of Jesus and we get away from the foundation of who we are as Christians, it will permeate into the church. That's why we see sometimes a powerless church in a lot of ways. Same thing in America. If we get away from the law and the Constitution, where law comes from, who is God, which is what the founders wrote about, then we start to say, well, Sweden's kind of cool. Why don't we be like them or Russia? Right. And all these other nations that we're not supposed to be like them. Right. Right. And I think my beef in this whole thing is not even necessarily with Epstein or with Harvard. My beef is actually with the chaplains themselves who profess to be Christians. So there was a Lutheran chaplain, Reverend Kathleen Reed, who said her colleagues were presenting to the university a vision of how the world could work when diverse traditions focus on how to be good humans and neighbors. Mm. You've just given up the mantle that the Lord has placed to you right. over these kids right. to a person who doesn't believe in the Lord. Right. I have a real problem with the Nailed other it. Christians in this position who are saying, you know what? The best person to lead us is a person who doesn't believe in God. You've just given up the priesthood. What did you what right? did you say last week? It's like we just give it if we give it up, guess who takes over? Not right. the world. Satan does. Satan does. So let me let me go on this trail. And, and it's almost 7.15, so we'll get our guests in here. But hear me out on this. And I say this, and I'm going to keep saying it until it catches, because I think it's, it's very important for us to understand. There is no third rail. And so you Ooh, either good, good decide call. to follow God or follow Satan. 
And when people tell you, well, we can't get involved in politics, God can't be in the middle of politics. Right. What they're actually saying is God is not good enough to be involved in my politics. Satan has to run my politics. Yep. Remember, there is no third rail. That's right. You have one Come choice on. or the other choice. Bingo. No third option. Bingo. And that's this Garden of Eden scenario. Yea, hath God said, did God really say that he would create, did he really, is the government really on his shoulders, right? All these things. Yes, it is. And you know what? He can't be mocked. Eventually, do what we sow is what we reap. That's what's happening right now, right? So let's continue to sow in righteousness so we can reap in mercy, dude, because that's what we need right now in this nation. So absolutely, we're going to introduce our guests here, Rebecca and Nick. And these guys are missionaries to the Philippines, video. but we got a, we got a video yeah. to show first before we bring them on. That was kind of a little uh, thing that they did at a church. And I just want you to hear with your heart. Do me a favor. Turn everything off around you and just listen to this piece of message. And we'll let them explain it, okay? America should never give up your freedom. America has, been, has fought. You fought for freedom and has been fighting for freedom for centuries. And um, you have a huge, huge huge role i don't know why i'm being very emotional right now but you have a huge role for that there's a specific that's so specific for americans and and philippines is not even it's still considered as democratic country there are countries all over the world that have not even experienced freedom and, and I felt like the Lord is encouraging everyone, yes, do not give up your freedom. Amen. So we're going to bring on Rebecca and Nick. And I remember, hey, guys, how are you? we got to click them on. Hey. hey. There we go. There they are. Guys, can you just tell us where you're at right now and how cool the weather is? I don't know how it is in the Philippines, <laughs> but I know you're not in the Philippines right now. <laughs> yeah. So we're here in Minnesota right now. And, yes, the weather is much better. I've got to tell you, Philippines is, and, and to think that we're actually in summer here, <laughs> and I'm super enjoying it. Sometimes there are days that I feel so cold, and everyone is just laughing at me, because it doesn't make any sense. But Buddy, I'm telling why... man, I'm from, I'm from the Philippines, you don't know what's hot. <laughs> that's why I left Minnesota, because Mexicans don't belong in, in Minnesota, man. It's too cold. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like Florida is good for me. So um, guys, welcome. Guys, you, you yeah. want to start off with anything? No, I just welcome. Thank you for being here, guys. Um, yeah, thank you. The, the message you gave was so important. And I want you guys to just go ahead and go into why you felt that was on your heart. What, what led you to it? Obviously the Lord, but what was the Lord telling you? that you felt that was so important to start actually sharing that. Cause we, we want to give you a megaphone for this because right. sometimes and share about it's your ministry. Yeah, absolutely. But sometimes it's important to hear it from other people who are outside of what's going on, observing in, I know you guys have your own thing in Philippines, but yeah, just kind of walk us up to that. Lead us up to what's going on for you with this message. Right. Go for it. Okay. So basically that moment, the video that you just shared, um, that was, uh, we were just invited to share a testimony of what we're doing in the Philippines. Uh, and then we were given 15 minutes, but I was just praying. I was supposed to be sharing what we're doing there, but I felt strongly in my heart that the Lord wants to remind Americans to really mm. fight for freedom. And then when I shared it, I was just so emotional. Even now I'm still so emotional 
because um man you've fought for freedom so much america in the history if you would read you've fought for israel you've fought for afghanistan those persecuted nations you know um and i think the lord still wants you to fight for it uh okay so yeah we are meeting in a prayer room a house of prayer in the philippines we pioneered it uh, about a year ago and so we have seen uh we were in on the field we've seen how people live there in the philippines how and then when we talk about poor poor is different than in philippines it's different than here when you say poverty in the philippines it's poverty that people don't have anything to eat the only food that they have is just you know like some kind of leaves and then they'll just boil wow. it and a little bit of rice yeah. and that's it sometimes they barely don't have anything to eat all that because of the corruption the yeah. slavery and it's happening there and again philippines is not even that a uh, poor country we are a developing country imagine those really poor country what are they experiencing right now especially during this pandemic um so that really stirred my heart to share because i've experienced life here in america and there's so much abundance here it really is so much abundance and i'm like man if only if you could bring a little bit of that to those nations you see the thing is god has supplied the world with so much it's really the problem is coming from the management of humanity mm -hmm. humanity has failed to manage it very much and it's all us it's all ours it's it's our responsibility but then we mm -hmm. fail to manage it so Anyway, I'm talking a lot. I talk no, a that's lot. good. No, no, no. Dude, no. You, you, you keep talking. Your <laughs> interview. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys, look, what we want to say is you, you nailed it on the head. One of the big issues we did, I believe, is the church. And this is what America was built on, is that we were supposed to do and be responsible for ourselves and those around us. That's the Christian ethic, right? We weren't supposed to depend on a government to go do these things. What you're saying is we did leave off our responsibility, leave it in the hands of a government. We could see even that what's what that's done. You know, a lot of people and I've heard this a lot, this argument a lot that, well, the church can't do everything. And it's like, well, you've never met God because if Christ could feed 5000 on his own, what could he do with 100 people, right. you know, that, that do this, have the same faith and do what he did. Right. And so what I want is I want to share too, or I want you to share too, like why the house of prayer? Why do you feel God called you to the Philippines? And what's going on there that you guys are seeing that's like that's happening powerfully? Yeah. Okay. So we are again we're leading house of prayer and house of prayer. The house of prayer there is actually missional. So we go out, we pray, and we go out. So prayer and missions are coming together. Um. So I we believe that there's power in it. Um. Right now the Philippines and I personally believe that every nation has a specific calling for the kingdom of God. America has a calling to lead and fight for freedom. Philippines has a calling for worship and prayer. Hmm. And we are in, we, we felt that. And we've seen youth, young people worshiping God with all their heart. Even if there's so much persecution, there's so much hunger, they can worship God in, in spirit and in truth. Hmm. And that has encouraged me in my heart to really like cater these people, cater these people to maximize their potential in praying and worshiping and do missions. Come on. So that, and then actually uh, it's, it's so funny because I was, um, I hated the Philippines. I hated the Philippines because um, 
my childhood is not the best childhood you could ask for. Um, I came from a slum area in the Philippines. I, I, I grew up there in a slum area where I can see people killing each other in front of me, selling drugs in front of me when I was five. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to experience, I don't want to experience this. And then fast forward, I finished college. I'm a nurse by profession. Um, and then I couldn't find a job. Hmm. Being a nurse certified, I couldn't find a job because of corruption. The government has not enough money to support nurses, while other nations are actually demanding for nurses. <laughs> so wow. I, I told myself, I will never come back to this nation. So I moved to Thailand for 10 years. I, I worked for eight years, do a mission for two years. And then it was all fine until the Lord encountered me. The Lord during our, our DTS, it's a discipleship training school for missionaries. And then the Lord um, showed me a verse, Ezekiel 37, 14. It said, um, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. <laughs> and wow, I will dude. settle you. I will settle you in your own land. <laughs> and you will see that I have done it, declares the Lord. When I saw that... <laughs> God brought me back to the Philippines and specifically settled me with my wife wow. <laughs> and we're now having a family. And yes, he really did put his spirit on, in me that I could see in my spiritual eye, how, what is the Lord doing in this nation? Again, seeing those young people worshiping, praying to God with all their heart, the gift that they have, mm -hmm. we were training them to do like harp and bowl, some something that a model that not easily be, you know, not everyone can e easily learn. We were teaching them for like a day, and they were just nailing it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. They're making their own songs, their own melodies, as easy as that, and we're like, whoa! <laughs> you can see that it's really a gift of the Philippines. That's why. Our heart is just so into it. We're so, yeah, ready for it to just mm -hmm. give it all to the Lord. And yeah, again, you have anything to say? I'm talking yeah, a lot. Yeah, Becca, again. we need to hear you talk, girl. Come on. <laughs> Can you tell he's the extrovert? <laughs> I married an introvert. Well. I get it. I get it, bro. I, I partner with you, man. Nick, I got your back, dude. I got it. <laughs> That's so awesome. Funny. I feel safe. <laughs> Yeah, no, maybe just to rewind a little bit for people who aren't familiar with the term house of prayer, just to break it down, it's really just a, a space or a room, usually, in a building or a location somewhere where we dedicate it to the Lord. So it's kind of like consecrated, and we go there a specific time. We usually have a schedule made out, and that's like our commitment, our, our kind of covenant to the Lord. We just, you know, say, hey, we're going to show up every Monday or whatever it is for two hours, we're going to pray for the nations, or we're going to pray for our teammates, or we're going to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of what a house of prayer is. But we do a lot of singing as well, because we believe that worship and prayer go together, and you can pray through songs. So we do a lot of like, making our own songs, and we declare those as if it was a prayer. And yeah, we feel that that's, I mean, because it's a picture of what's happening in heaven right now, right? Around the right, throne. Exactly. Or in the throne room. So it's like, yeah, if it's, if it's good in heaven, you know, it's good here on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. But yeah, we feel like in the Philippines, because we both just trans or 
tra transferred from Thailand, where I was there for almost five years. Nix was there for almost 10, right? Yeah. And, you know, doing a mission there and doing a similar thing, establishing a house of prayer and serving with a house of prayer. But transitioning to the Philippines and teaching them, like our first day, like he's saying, I was just like, oh dear, I need to like brush up on my skills because these people <laughs> just naturally, they're like, you know, doing scales and just these beautiful like prophetic choruses, wow. which is just a small, you know, song that they made up on the spot, but they're, you know, singing out their heart to the Lord in their native tongues. So we had like three different languages yeah. happening and you know, I don't speak any of those languages. I only have English at this point. I don't have yeah. any Tagalog or Visaya, any of that, but it was beautiful. So that's why we're there, because we feel like the Lord's heart is for the, the nations of the earth to sing. But right now he has us in the Philippines. So, so wait, right. Becca, yes. you, you, you can't speak the dialect? She needs to pray no, for not interpretation. Yet. This is so yeah. crazy. No, 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 no. I want, I, I want everybody <laughs> to hear this. She's a missionary in the Philippines who can't speak the dialect, and yet she answered the call. Right. No, no, hear me out. Because a lot of people make excuses as to why they can't do their calling. And they say, man, I just oh. don't have the right tools. I don't have the right this. And yet when you just say yes, he meets you at your cross. He just meets you there. And then he just lets it happen. You know what I mean? Through faith. And and where where can the Lord show his glory if you can do all of it yourself? Come on. Right? There's There's his glory is in the fact that we can't do it and and he's oh, the yeah. one who who hands to us day by day what we need to get the job done you know, i'm i'm kind of ministering to myself right now you know, <laughs> you're right it's like it's proving don't, don't, me right now right. there's more to do hey, don't forget the lord will give you what you need each day don't worry about it yeah exactly um mm -hmm. you guys are are touching on a theme that i want to get into a little bit more is this idea of like nations being called to different things and I find it so fascinating that what you brought up was America seems to be called towards leading the way for freedom, especially. And this this is a concept that's been talked about in America for decades of, of America is that light, really, for hundreds of years. America is that light. And what was Daniel Webster says, look. You lose that constitution. Yeah, he said there'll be anarchy throughout the world. Yeah, he said, yeah. hold on, my friends, to the constitution. Now, check out the biblical worldview. These guys were Christians. Right. Yeah. He said, hold on to the constitution for, he said, and to the republic for which it stands. And what he said was this. He said, miracles don't cluster. They don't happen every day. He said, and what has happened once in 6,000 years, a biblical view of creation, he said, will not happen again. He said, hold on to the Constitution for if the American Constitution should fail, there will be anarchy throughout the world. If we don't and, do it, other nations can't. And he really wasn't the only one either. The, several several of the founders and, and a lot of people have talked about, look, if America falls, if America slips under, then there's going to be a lot of chaos throughout the world. And we're kind of noticing that going on. A and it, it's encouraging to hear from outside sources of we feel America is really called for this fight for freedom because here in America, what we're told a lot is we're told don't mix God and Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Just, wow. just stay out of all of that. Just submit to the Lord, submit to the government. Romans 13 is thrown in our face all the time. Just submit to the government. Don't, don't fight for your Liberty. And we, we feel, look, Liberty is part of, of God's design. It's part of God's plan. Right. And and yeah. as the kingdom progresses forward, come for on, Christ, come on, dude, what follows behind it, but freedom and liberty. And so what the other part of that and, and I want to throw it back to you guys, because this is your interview, but we're, we're excited. You, man. you it's exciting. You talk about the Philippines being praise and worship, which hits us 
at home for our churches. That's really what our church is going through right now is this idea of praise, worship, prayer. Um, and, and I want you guys to talk a little bit more about what have you seen the Lord do in terms, and, and obviously already working the miracle miracles of like, these guys are picking up instruments and within a day or two, you know, they're nailing it. Um, but I want you to talk more about just this sense of, okay, the Philippines prayer and worship. So what's, what do you see the Lord doing and how do you see that growing and coalescing for you guys? Oh, well, okay. So again, uh, worshiping is really just, you know, like meeting God's presence, okay. you know, and you could, what else can you ask for if you're meeting God's presence? If you're gazing upon the beauty of Jesus, wow. I think everyone should so do that. Everyone must have that. Everyone. So in the Philippines, when we started doing it, we see young people, youth, and these young people are coming from orphanage. Mm -hmm. These are the guys that we are, the people that we're discipling right now. Mm -hmm. And they are receiving fresh, fresh revelation while they are gazing upon the beauty of Jesus. And, you know, this revelation is really penetrating deep into their hearts, that changing their lives. And they just cannot stop to just stay in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. So one, he was just one of our disciples. He was sharing a testimony about it. And he's like, every time God has always been there for me. Whenever I'm down, whenever I'm sad, whenever I'm happy, lonely. And he felt from the Lord that, but I think right now I want to be there for God. Whenever he's sad, whenever he's lonely, I want to be there for him. <laughs> he's like, I want to be wow. there whenever God is disappointed. Whenever God is emotional, I want to be there for him. And I was like, wow, that's just so powerful. Who could think like that? Right. Unless you encounter the beauty of Jesus. Because we believe God has emotions. And right now what's happening in the world, God sees it. And God is definitely not, you know, he is... He's being very emotional, sad when he sees people being oppressed by something that he has not given himself. You know, okay, I want to touch that part, actually, because yeah. freedom, again, freedom is, freedom was given by God. Thank you. Okay? It's not it's just us. given by God. It's not given by the government. Actually, I believe the church. You have him speak for us. Listen to this. Amen. Actually, the church should. Okay, I, I personally don't believe in the separation of the church and the state. The church should actually <laughs> should actually be part of it. The church should be part of the state of the government, because all the law that we are seeing now came from the Bible. So, <laughs> I love okay. it, man. so freedom was given by God. It was taken by the enemy. And it was redeemed by Jesus himself. Thank you. It, it, took, it took God the most expensive price to give that freedom back to humanity. And that is the blood, the precious blood of Jesus, the life of his son. So no one is allowed to take that freedom away from the humanity. From you, No one is allowed. You know? Because God himself, okay, from the beginning, God himself did not even dare to touch freedom. 
Why? Ask me why. He, when he, when Adam fell, when Adam sinned, what did he do? He give he even give a, 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 um, a cover a, a cloth for them. He even clothed them. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm gonna. He didn't say, no, I'm gonna control you now. No, he did not even touch freedom. Something that the Lord will never ever touch. It's the free will. Your free will. <laughs> Right. Oh, that. Thank you wow. so much, bro. So here's the thing. If man is touching or controlling other man's freedom, that's not biblical. That's against God's will. Dude. So I, so true. Uh, okay. So, so don't take this the wrong way. I want all of America to hear this. Right. This is coming from someone who's not from America. He's preaching a universal message of liberty. And that America took that message years ago and created a nation that could be free. The idea of persecution was never supposed to happen in America because of the First Amendment. We said, look, men can practice their religion freely. Men could do what they did freely. We could self-govern. What he just said is exactly right. Christ, God purchased liberty back from the enemy through the blood of Jesus. That is, that's it. Galatians five. It's for this purpose. Christ set us free. It's for this reason. Right. And it's bro. I I'm you, you've uh, as much as I preach this stuff, you know, it's like, that's a whole side of revelation right. that I'm like, wow. To Well, and, and to hear it come from somebody else other than us, like it's so encouraging especially when you've had such a different experience in life and you still come to that conclusion across the world like that's that's huge for us and one thing i was thinking about is you know christ says you know those who are in in him are free and free indeed right, right. and and we think okay free from sin absolutely not denying that but you take that another level so if if we're free in sin why would christ all of a sudden decide well, you can be free in sin, but everything else I want you to be in bondage to. I want you to be oppressed in life. I want you to be It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because if the kingdom of God, if we want the kingdom of God on earth, the kingdom of God has a truth inside of it of freedom and liberty. And I'm not using the American sense of no, liberty, no. Like, like true freedom and liberty. Why wouldn't we want that on earth? Amen. And it gets that way for when people say, well, God shouldn't be involved in politics. If I can't have God in every sphere of my life, I don't need God. That's exactly it. But if mm -hmm. I want God in every sphere of my life, guess what? Everything with him comes through, which is truth, love, justice, righteousness, liberty, and freedom. That's right. Honest, like you run down the gamut. I want all of God in everything. I, I, I kind of want to tap into something too, which you guys had just said about God is emotion. God is... The only thing that gives me tons of hope, the one thing that gives me tons of hope is God knew this was coming. Right. So if he knew it, he has the answers for us right now to, to yeah. destroy evil and darkness. It gives me hope that it's like, Lord, you see this. You've seen this from the foundation of the world. You don't operate on time. When we think, oh, my gosh, the times are bad. He doesn't operate on time. I'm looking at this going, there's, a, there's such an opportunity. As a matter of fact, John F. Kennedy once said, there's a there's two the, the Chinese have two brushstrokes to write out the word uh, danger. One is oh, I'm sorry crisis. What one brushstroke is danger. The other one is opportunity. That's how they write the word crisis, danger and opportunity. And here we are saying if it's crisis, 
if we're seeing darkness, can't the light of Jesus Christ shine the brightest now? This is the time where we need to preach. Like This is the time to show people liberty in Christ. Right. This is it. I, I think this is a perfect setup where God is saying, here it is. I've given it to you. You want revival? Here it is. This is the time. And I, yeah. I want to go along that. Oh, do you have something before I ask a question? Something to add no, on I just to that? Want, I just want to agree on that because hmm. right now we are seeing a harvest that we've never seen before. Hmm. And again, like when this pandemic ends or if it would end, but I can still see that there's going to be a great harvest, a great harvest. And we should work on that. Witness on this. Right. We should work on that. Like right now in the Philippines, we're doing missions. We're seeing people be oppression in the Philippines is crazy. Like, for example, if you want to go out right now, um, outdoor, you have to wear mask and face shield. We're the only country that's wearing face shield at the same time. It doesn't make any sense. And um, we are having the longest lockdown in the world. So when I saw America, when I, when I, so when we came here in America, I saw how the people are more free and less oppressed. And, but yet, yet, you know, there's still people not being satisfied with it. So I'm like, okay, guys, <laughs> we got to do something about this. Um, you have to know what freedom means. And you have to see that the Lord really wants you to fight for freedom because other nations, other nations, are looking at America right now. Mm. A lot of nations are looking at America. Whatever is happening in America <laughs> is being followed by other nations. It's being monitored, yeah, for right. sure. For and, sure. It's and, being monitored. And and if you are just giving up your freedom, it'll be easy, super easy for other nations to be oppressed. Good night. Dude. Amen. And and that's that's something that's encouraging to us is that the the fight is being watched around the world. And so when we, when we stand up against the oppression, our prayer is that it, and you're right, like the oppression in America is so minuscule, but we recognize where it can go. And our prayer is that our fight helps encourage other people in other countries to do what they can to, to pray into that fight and to, to start that fight of like, no, Lord, I, I want you in here because I know where you go, Lord, freedom follows. Um, and yep. One thing I was thinking about, uh, especially for you guys, is you're in the Philippines and you're talking about the poverty and and a very different situation from most of America. And you're talking about the oppression and the and the the corruption which held you out of a position and and that kind of thing. And I, I want you to just kind of talk about the difference you see from the Philippines in that respect versus America and give some encouragement to people who are feeling down in America, because we have a lot of people who are just like, I don't know what to do. I'm I, oh well, you know, so speak some encouragement to them because people need to hear from outside perspectives. Like, no, you're okay. Keep going. You know, what's crazy. <laughs> We're asking them to give us the hope. most oppressed <laughs> to give us who are the most oppressed <laughs> and they're seeing the hope in an oppressive land absolutely and we're asking them please tell us what you know speak into that please you I think, and, and okay, becca you, you can talk too i I, <laughs> I want you to know you have you have a voice you can talk it's from, really cool from one introvert to another you have to just wedge Do yourself it. in there <laughs> yeah thank you for that no my my brain is just like i'm formulating <laughs> I'm just i know the feeling <laughs> it's so funny go ahead 
I think, okay. <laughs> she hands it back to yeah, like, She hands it back to yep, him. Go yeah, ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, because I think the most, the best thing to do is to really know what the Lord wants you to have. Because if you know that God, that God wants you to be free, you got to be free. Oof. You know, God wants you to be free and that's it. Um, you know, there's actually... Oh, there was this one instance in the Philippines that um, that a mandate was being proposed that um, only vaccinated people can go out, yeah. can hmm. go to the market, can go yeah. buy stuff, and hmm. then the unvaccinated cannot. Yeah. And then we're like, no, this is unconstitutional. Oh. This is not the law. And we believe that despite the oppression happening in the Philippines right now, there's this one senator, one senator that said, okay, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that because it's not right. Again, if you're feeling down right now, you got to know what is right. There is hope. There is hope, but you have to stand up. You have to stand up. You have to fight for it because God is fighting for you too. <laughs> wow. God himself is fighting for you too. He wants you to stand up and see his heart. See his heart. And once you see his heart, you got to know what to do. You got He's going to give you the instructions what to do. He will give it to you. But okay, before I want I just want to emphasize on this cuz I believe th- there are two negative things that man cannot that man can do to freedom. Okay, two negative things that man can do to freedom. Number one, man can actually abuse freedom. And we should not do that. That's right. We should not abuse freedom. Okay, there is freedom, but we should not abuse it. And this is actually a decision from yourself. Conscience. It cannot be, it, it, it is your, it's coming from you. It's coming right. from you. It cannot be influenced by other people. So the only person that can abuse freedom is you. Oof. Um, Individual responsibility. Yeah. And it is your responsibility. It is your responsibility. So we should not abuse freedom. Because again, freedom should not cause us to sin. Right. Freedom. God has given us freedom from sin. It should not cause us to sin. That's it. He gave us freedom from, from sin, sin, not freedom to. Nice. That's not grace. That's just lasciviousness. Right. Yeah. Your nature hasn't been changed. If you want to continue in sin, when you say you're saved, yeah. right. you know? And and again, sin will actually enslave you. It's a slavery. So we should not like um, put that out of context because um, freedom is not sin. It's not giving you a license to commit sin. Okay. So freedom was given to you by God so that you will not be slaved by sin. Now, um, number two, freedom should not be taken away from humanity. I mentioned this already. So that's the second thing. Freedom was given by God and it should not be taken away from us. Because if it will be taken away from man, that's sin. And we should not tolerate sin. That's good, man. For someone to take away freedom is sin. 
And can I add to that? Because scripture not only talks about that, our founders actually talked about the same thing. George Washington said in his farewell address, because I'm going to read some scripture too about in Corinthians where you, you guys were saying that America was built to fight for freedom. Philippines were built to fight for worship. There's some really cool scripture to fight around that. But George Washington said that uh, that religion and morality uh, are indispensable supports of happiness to man. And he said, in vain would that man claim tribute to patriotism who would subvert the pillars of human happiness, which is religion and morality. He said, you couldn't even call yourself an American citizen if you wanted to get rid of religion and morality, which makes all men happy and joyous. That's what he was saying. He actually, from his own mouth said, you can't even be a part of this if you want to get rid of uh, Christ and morality. Right. Isn't that insane? And most people don't even wow. know that. Because, because we automatically attach happiness to the fulfillment of desire. And what's the fulfillment of desire so often for the world is sin. It's vice. Yeah. And so when we remove that idea of like, well, me being happy is me yes. getting all my desires. And you actually put in the deeper levels of, no, what makes me truly peaceful and content and Dude, joyous? What is, yeah religion and morality that's right that's obedience right. to god that's right? right galatians actually says oh foolish galatians who has bewitched you that you had begun in the spirit now you're going to end in the flesh so you put yourself back in bondage he was saying to them you're foolish because you're trying to go back to a system of rules and regulations and trying to restrain what god's already given you you were already walking in the spirit and freedom romans 8 yep. right to walk in the spirit you're a son of god then you put yourself back under the law back under things uh, that 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 are unrighteous, right? Proverbs twenty eight, when it talks about because of the sin of the land, many are the trans the princes thereof. Because there's so much sin in the land, we need people to tell us what to do. Is what he was saying, and he's saying you're foolish. Walk in the spirit, be free. Walk in the spirit, who and, won't lead you to sin. And that that leads me to Romans one, which Romans one, everybody kind of points to it of oh, see the the whole homosexuality thing, but. In a greater concept, what, what Romans 1 is running through is, look, when you replace the creator for the creation and you start worshiping the creation, here are the steps that will start to happen. Exactly. What happens at the end of it? God says, all right, I'll give you up to your desires, which is a very Ooh. scary position to be in because now the Lord has all of a sudden said, you know what? You've really fought for this. You really want this. Go ahead and have it. And guess what will happen? Destruction. Because sin is destruction. And so when we obey the Lord, when we're following the Holy Spirit and we're following what Christ is telling us and, and our love and relationship is with him, we've put the creator back in his proper position. That's right. And so what follows from that wow. is happiness, contentment, peace, joy, love, the fruits of the Spirit, which is the Lord who brings it out because we're obeying and following the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 So, guys, you, you you've talked a lot, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna volley. <laughs> and we've talked more. No, no, we have because this is good. We could do a whole. Nick, do you want to come to America and speak for us? Right. You could. We we would hire we'll you. Let I you. promise you. Please. I promise you, I would. I it, tomorrow, dude. Like you can come and speak for us, and you can go out. I'll book you. I, I I promise you, man. There are so many people that need this message, dude, and it's so anointed because it's coming from a different heart, right? Yeah. I come from the heart of I. Honestly, Nick, I don't. I didn't know this either. My parents came from Mexico, so nobody taught me about liberty, and t and I had to find this all out myself through persecution. When people were telling me you can't preach in a public school, I'm like, what? So no, I did my own homework and said, no, the First Amendment was written to protect my right to preach in a public school. And so, yeah. um, Becca, I'm going to throw this to you. 
already we're hearing your guys' heart, what you're doing in the Philippines. And, and what I was going to read was, I want you to answer uh, to, to, to kind of help us support you guys, okay? Because I want people to donate and support right. and, and pray and all these things. But 1 Corinthians 12 says this, if the foot says, because I'm not the hand, I'm not part of the body, it's not for this reason any less the part of the body. And if the ear says, because I'm not an eye, I'm not a part of the body. It's not for this reason, any less a part of the body. If the whole body was an eye, where would the hearing be, right? If the whole body was hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But now God has placed the members, each one of them in the body, just as he desired. In other words, what I'm saying is God placed America to be the bastions of freedom, but yet all the other nations will cry out more than the rocks will. And here I'm, I'm hearing about these prayers, <laughs> these prayer rooms all over the na- all over the world that are, are 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 praying on the behalf of America, that are praying on the behalf of their nation, and we're seeing God move right, and we're seeing godly men getting into into those positions. I want you guys to tell us how can we help you guys? What can we do to support you? Where can we give financially? We want to bless you guys because what you guys are bringing is so revelatory for our time right now. And it's it's so crazy that he's bringing the young people to do it. Yeah. It's the young ones. It's not the older generation, which I'm not this I love the older generation. We need them. I'm a mentor. My mentors are older. How can we support your message, your ministry, all that stuff cuz we want to help. That's awesome. Wow. Thank you for that. Yeah, she can answer that part. Yeah. Is it, I don't know how much time we have, but I want to say something just You're about fine. what we were previously talking about too. Just the fact that, or the what topic you hit is like how can we encourage people who are here in america right now and and we kind of joke sometimes we're like yeah it's so tough here because we're coming from the philippines where it's like we can't even sit together at a restaurant in public i'm pregnant so now i'm not allowed to go out anymore senior citizens haven't been able to leave their homes in two years kids cannot go out in two years so they can't go to restaurant they can't go to the mall they can't go to school they can't go to the park they can't go to the pharmacy to get you know their medicines so we kind of joke a little bit here, like it's perspective. And if right. we are, like you guys said, following our flesh and going after what we want, which, you know, sin feels great. It's awesome to be able to do what you want, when you want, and how you want it. But ultimately it leads to distraction and it leads to a place Ooh. of really broken and really, hmm. yeah, just darkness. I mean, I know I can say, cause I was there and that's where I was when I encountered the Lord again and he brought me out of that. And so I know both sides of it. And I'm like, I would never choose to do that again because I know where it brought me. Now living in the Philippines, it's hard. It's not easy to be there as an American and somebody is yelling at you to put your mask on and I kind of get all like proud and a little bit offended. Like, whoa, who are you to tell me? And then I'm like, American spirit. This is not my country. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no, I need to honor them. I have to respect their rules. So it takes some, you know, humility. And I think for Americans too, we can learn a lot from that. I'm seeing America through his eyes in a different way. I'm like, man, we're super spoiled. We're very yeah, greedy absolutely. in a lot That's of been ways. The theme. Um, yeah, but anyways, going back, like if we're looking at the right thing, if we're looking at the Lord, we will have hope because like you said, Massey, like God saw this coming. So the hope in that is he has a way out of it and he has a way of giving Come us on. hope and encouragement every step of the way. He didn't say that we're gonna live a life without hardship, without persecution, without whatever. But he said, I will be there with you for every single step of the way. So it's like, just refocus your eyes. If you're looking at the wrong thing, if you've gotten off path, whatever, it's like no shame, no condemnation. I don't think there's a person alive who hasn't done that Christian or not. We get distracted, we're humans, but we're being transformed from glory to glory. So just keep looking to him, keep focusing. yeah and then as far as 
the giving like we we can I share oh yeah yeah <laughs> sorry before that i just got reminded of this and you know the church the church it's it's church's responsibility matthew 24 14 and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the nations and then the end will come mm-hmm. okay god himself god himself is confident that this is going to be preached he said in this gospel of the kingdom will be preached he didn't say might be preached maybe preached somehow maybe preached he did not he said will be preached it means he is mm-hmm. confident about the church he's confident that the church will do his will he's confident that okay <laughs> he's confident that this gospel of the kingdom will be preached by his church because he wants the church to work with him in bringing his kingdom here on earth mm-hmm. god wants man to experience what's happening in heaven there is freedom in heaven there is abundance in the heaven and the reason why jesus prayed god your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven because god wants his creation to experience what he is experiencing in heaven right so that's why the church you have to be confident about this because god is so confident Mm -hmm. about you he has his full confidence that you can do this, that we can do this. There is a way. We just got to find it. We just got to seek his heart. That's right. Man, um, the church should experience the kingdom of God. Okay? And we should not take that for granted because, yeah, there is, you know, there is, we should not be complacent. We should work on it. We should fight for it. And we should do it because God himself believes in you. Yeah. <sighs> Man, that was Wow, all. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'm over here like, I don't know what else to say because right. I feel like they have our heart, you know, what, why we do this. But it's almost in a cool perspective. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a, there's a definite change coming where the gospel will overtake and the message of freedom will be preached differently now. You know what I mean? Because we talk about freedom in the gospel. We're setting praying and all this other stuff. But there's a difference now, man. There's something's changing here where it's just like, this is good, Lord. This is good for us. We've, we've noticed it yeah, with self-evident yeah. too. Yeah, of yeah, like yeah. The, 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 not that we've ever reduced the gospel, no, gosh, but the gospel no. is coming more into focus Carrie, and, yeah. and everything my, else is coming my, in behind it. Yeah. My wife's always said that we would never have to provide for the ministry. The ministry would provide for itself. If we just mm-hmm. do what God wants to do, he'll do what he does. And he always has, and he's always come through. So that leads me back to this question because you guys are ducking it. So I'm kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, we want to we want to support, man. Like we want all these people who are watching to support your ministry, get, um, um, I know you Please. guys are doing a monthly program right now to be mm-hmm. sponsors monthly. We want them to, to, to know about it, see if we can help, uh, and all those things. And we're going to do our best to help promote you guys, uh, for what you're doing out there. It's such a, yeah. um, y'all have blessed me, man. Like it's y'all have blessed me and, and, and you've, you've helped answer a lot of my prayers from God. Uh, not that I was complaining. I'm, I don't complain. I'm, I'm just, there's, there's such a peace that comes through the gospel when you're just preaching the gospel and not any agenda, just the gospel, you know, there's such yeah. a peace there. And uh, so y'all have encouraged me and we'll continue to support. We support these guys 
uh, monthly. Yeah. So we want you guys to, mm -hmm. to to tell us how we can do that and help you guys to 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 go. Man, there's such a power here, man. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Oh. oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. We so appreciate that you guys partner with us. You have no idea. It encourages us every yeah. time we see a donor give. Um, you know, sometimes people only give 20 bucks. And when I say only, I'm like, that goes a long way in the Philippines. Yeah. And not only that, it encourages us and it pushes us when the days are super hard and we don't really want to be in the Philippines, but we're there <laughs> because we love the Lord and we know he has a plan. But yeah, yeah so um yeah, as you said, Massey, we have a program kind of a campaign, as you might say, going right now yeah. where we're raising 50 partners who will commit to giving monthly a sum. Um, what we're asking actually is 50 people giving $40 a month. And what that does for us is it's like that verse, you know, you were reading, it's like, we might be the feet that are currently going into the Philippines, but we need hands that will send us. And, you know, when you work a nine to five job, you have that assurance that you can pay for your next month's bills that you you know can cover that yeah. emergency that yeah. comes up so we just need people who are willing to stand with us like that and give 40 bucks give 20 bucks give 100 whatever the lord calls you first come on foremost, give a thousand ask let's go him. yeah amen <laughs> ask i'll him. ask i'll yeah, ask for you partner yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> feel free but yeah we have some links set up we have a paypal we have a tax deductible link um, we have an option for checks. I don't know. I should have checked with you first, Massey. Maybe we can Let's send that information to you. Yeah, you send, can, yeah. Can you yeah. send it to me and send I'll it put to it. Us, I'll, we'll tag it. If in there. you want to text me right now, yeah, I'll put sure. it in the video so people can can okay. sign up. That's great. Yeah. So the tax deductible one, I mean, obviously I would suggest that because it's good for you too. Um, but that <laughs> one's awesome because it comes out monthly. So you don't have to think about it. Can you, you just know, give me what it is and I'll type it right now. Can you just tell me what it is? It's a little more complicated than that. It's like. Yeah. You can just probably send, send it to you later. Yeah. All right. Well, and yeah, you can actually visit. We have a we have a website, yeah. so you there, can give me visit that. that. So it's dimalantas d i m a l a n t a s dot rebecca r e b e k a h dot romanic r o m i n i c k dot com. Okay, repeat that. <laughs> Slower. <laughs> dimalantas dot what? Dimalantes dot and then Rebecca R E B E K A H. And I actually just sent you the link via Facebook Messenger for the PayPal and for the um, tax deductible link. All right, so I'm getting on that me. right now. Yeah, I will send you will. the website too. Perfect, because it has all the details of giving and the ministry we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, cover about what's happening in the Philippines too about the prayer room. Yeah. Our prayer room is called Incense and Impact. Yep. Cool. So while and, all of that is getting transferred, um, I we've we've got to close this close this out. But I want you guys to kind of have the last word. So what we tend to do for our guests is, what's what's one thing you want to tell our guests that you want to leave them with? What's what's one word of hope, encouragement, direction? Um, just give them something to walk away with. What do you have for them? Yeah, first. Oh, go. <laughs> well, okay. Um, the reality is it, there's hardship in life. That's the reality. We cannot deny that anymore. There is, there is, there is persecution in different ways. It could be from the government, could be from your friends, could be from, yeah, even from your family. And not everyone will agree with what you're doing. But if you know 
what the Lord is asking you to do. If you know that you are following his heart, you got to be confident with that. And you have you you will be fearless. You will yeah, fearless. And you will just fight for it because you know that it is what God wants. So if you know God's heart, you will know what to do. And yeah, the, in the prayer room, we always tell people, you got to seek God's heart. You got to know what's on his heart every time. And ev- the Lord wants to talk to you. The Lord, has, the Lord is actually even desiring for you. The Lord is desiring for your presence as much as you are desiring for his presence. The Lord wants to spend time with you. He wants to reveal his heart to you. And you have full access to that. We're not in the Old Testament anymore that only high priests can experience God's presence once a year. No, God has given us the full access to his heart. And if you know that, if you can, if you just access that, man, you will be confident. You will have hope, hope. And this is the reality of it. Just a very short, very, very short story. You know, one time we only received $80 as a support in the Philippines <laughs> in one month. You only got $80 because of the pandemic and then people were could not give. And we, we have just started mission as a family. We're now having our baby. <laughs> and, and Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> and we're having a baby girl. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how the Lord just gave us that reassurance that he was, that he's going to provide. And then he just gave us instructions. Mm-hmm. And then later on, someone gave a thousand dollars. You know, God, it's just, and even if, it, yeah, there'll be, rea- there's realities like that. But if you know that what you're doing is for the Lord and he, you're just following mm-hmm. his heart. He will back you up. Yes. He will back you up. Mm-hmm. He will be there for you. He will send his angels to you, and you will just be protected, yeah. even from the virus. Right. <laughs> you know, even from that virus, he promised that, and God will never ever violate his word. Come on. If he said he will protect you, he will protect you. Because if he will violate his word, he's not going to be God anymore. Yeah. He is God, and he will not violate his promise to you you just gotta believe you just gotta have that access access to his heart and yeah (laughs) thank you so much guys dude we appreciate it so much we'll have you on again absolutely (laughs) absolutely so guys we bless you. We love you. Here, can can you guys pray for those listening yeah. right now, please? Just 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 pray, because there's such an anointing on you guys, and and I loved when you guys prayed earlier. Can you just pray over the people listening right now, and those who will listen to this uh, later on? Would you guys do that for me? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll start. Yeah. God, to those who are listening right now, you have their heart. They're listening right now because, yeah, he, they, they want to hear from you. They, they're excited about you, God. And I know that you are so excited about them too. So right now there is this, yeah, there is this um, one desire to meet with you and you meet us. So God, right now, just give that, just give that 
anointing to them, just gives that revelation to them. God, the, they know, they know that this is a tough time. And you know, God, that this is a tough time. And you are there for everyone. You're there for, for every heart that is longing for you. That is hungry and thirsty for your presence. So God, I just ask, Lord, that there'll be full access to your heart for everyone here listening right now. That they'll be confident, that they will be, that they will be hopeful, hopeful to what you have given to them, that what you have promised to them. And you will do it. We believe, God, you will do it. And right now, I know, Lord God, that you're working, that you are working. Even if we don't see it yet, you are working. And you are making things right. You are making things right because you are a righteous God. And you are a just God. So you're making things, uh, yeah, just perfect because this is your desire for everyone. I just bless everyone here listening right now that uh, you will encounter them in a fresh, fresh new way, a fresh new way, and that they will receive revelations from you. Yeah, so we just silence every voice of the accuser right now that would try to distract the listeners. Um, we just silence you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, uh, Father, that you are first and foremost, Father God. Yes, you created everything and uh, believer, non-believer, whoever comes to you, you're offering us the same gift and that is your heart and that is partnership. And you are an intimate God and you're longing to share your heart with each and every one of us on the face of the earth, your creation. So just ask the Lord that you would speak really loudly and really clearly to each heart, Father, especially for the ones who are feeling down, the ones who are feeling that they're at their last straw, mm -hmm. Lord. I ask that you would encounter them that you would send, yeah, just that encouraging word that they're needing to hear in this very moment where yeah. you know what it is. You know what each one of our hearts is longing to hear. You did it in my life, Father, and I believe that you'll do it in their lives. We Come just on. speak, yeah, peace even in the name of Jesus over the listeners. In the season where the pandemic is roaring, God, we know that your voice roars louder. And just yeah. like we've been talking about, you've saw this coming, you have a way of victory. And yeah. we just say yes and amen to your plan, whatever you're doing in our hearts, whatever you're doing in this nation, even in this season of COVID, and even just with everything that's happening in Afghanistan and other places of the world, Lord, you have a plan. Yeah. You have a plan of victory. And I thank you that you, yeah, you said you will be with us every step of the way, no matter what we face or walk through, Lord. Thank you that you're near to us. Thank you that we get to lift our voice in prayer, in song, in anger, in annoyance, whatever mm. it is, Lord, you love to hear our voices. And we have the opportunity to say help or listen, I, I need something. Thank you that, yeah, you're that Father God who longs to give to his children, longs to give to his creation, Lord. We just bless everybody who's listening. We thank you, Father, for seeds that were planted. We ask that you continue to water those, that they would grow and the roots yeah. would go down deep, Lord. And that, yeah, your word would run swiftly. It would be glorified in, in each life and each person that's heard this. And through this podcast, Lord, that you would bless it, that you would cover it. And that, yeah, you would give them, yeah, the funds that they're needing so that their reach can go farther. Yes. And they can uh, meet with more people. They'll have more open doors in school and in, even in the political wor world, Lord, that you would open doors like crazy for them. Yes. That they would have an opportunity to speak. We thank you for them, Father. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Man. thank you so much guys uh we love you guys we're 
We support you guys. 100%. You need anything, you let us know. Okay. Wow. All right. So you guys have a great night. We will talk to you soon. Okay. We're going to have you back on. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Oh, yes. Please do. It was fun. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much for this opportunity. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Take care. All right. See you. See ya. Okay. So. It was good. How do you how do you how, how do you, you end, how that? do you end yeah. that? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> All right. How do you so, end that? Oh man, guys, I'm, I'm wrecked. Be sure to check out on the on the comments. We posted the links. If you are in SoundCloud or you're listening through Spotify, Apple iTunes, whatever, be sure to get to our Facebook page. Check out the comments on that video so you can find the links. And while you're there, you know, follow us, share, like, whatever you want to do. If you're on YouTube. Um, did that stuff post to YouTube? Yeah, it did. Okay, so if you're on YouTube, you got it there as well. Check that stuff out. Also, be sure to check out our stuff, 1776truth.store. Check out the t-shirts, check out the sweatshirts, get all that stuff. We do have the Constitution course. That is pre-order right now. It will come out in January. I'm telling you guys, this will give you a lot of background and context information that you need to understand why the founders did what they did. If you guys have ever heard us talk, we're more apologetics-based. We're not just teaching you. We're teaching you how to fight. We're giving you answers, simple answers on how to defeat what's going on in the world through scripture and just reason, plain right. reason that God gave us. So, so until next week, we love you guys. We cherish you. Be praying for Richard. Um, pray that uh, he is supported and blessed by the he Lord. Is. And we know he, he is, will man. be, we love him. We cherish him. And so guys, until next Sunday at 7 PM, we love you. We'll see you later. Love you guys. Bye.